0: I'm an old, broken-down piece of meat, and I'm alone. You stupid fucking blackmouth! Take a stand! Bitch, bitches, <laughs> leave! Enough! Take bitches, leave! Enough! Take a stand together.
1: Hey, team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. We're here in the chill zone. I'm Scott Sweeney here with Ryan Ankner. How are you, friend? I'm well. What's happening, hoops? I mean, right up top, I wanted to mention that it's International Podcast Day.
0: Today? Yeah. I... Can I put days in the obits? Ooh, days in general? It just day every, like, day specific things. I get you. Okay. I have a feeling like somebody's like, it's puppy day like, yeah. every three days. And it's like, it isn't though. It's cupcake just, day. Just share the photo of your dog. We all would love to see it.
1: Yeah. People seem to really respond to something like that. They can yes. hashtag and have an excuse to post something boring quite frankly My,
0: the number one that needs to go is international women's day wow let's get let's put a bullet in that <laughs> right up top <laughs> i'm jumping off the top rope within the first 90 seconds of this of the pod
1: but yeah the i mean international podcast Day. spread the word of this show on this glorious day i would say if
0: that gets done then
1: i support the day yeah maybe check out the south shore boys podcast and oh, also, that uh, episode I did like a month and a half ago of mm-hmm. Rounding Down with uh, Chid and Cy Fieri finally came out. That was,
0: I have it in my queue.
1: It's fun. They, uh, we talked about movies a lot, believe it or not, folks.
0: You don't say. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's probably shocking to hear. What movies? I mean, it's funny, because at the time, Old had just came out, so I was on my old shit, like really pushing that movie hard. Yeah, you loved that. Flick of the decade. Monty remembers. Such a bold claim. Yes, yes. I hope
0: Monty spit his drink out at that, too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's uh, called Rounding Down. It's on all the podcast platforms that you can find this program on. Mm. And you want to talk about birthdays? right up top I would love to I mean I know we got a big one in the corner
0: I'll save for the end after you do the, oh, the okay, celebs oh okay okay. for celebs it's Ada Turturro aka Janice Soprano is turning 59 what the fuck
1: fucking L- time flies Little
0: Wayne is turning 39 wow Mark Marin is 58 who are my guys on my birthday and Gwyneth Paltrow is 49 wow
1: that's a fun bunch. Good and the, crew. And they're all sharing a birthday. With whom? With a turkey boy. Tomorrow Which is. Which one? Tomorrow is your birthday. Oh, right? wow. <laughs> I forgot. Am I informing you of that information like Frank the Tank in old school?
0: Oh, Frank. <laughs> when she gets all upset. You forgot your birthday. And he's like, Whoa. great bit. How do you think KFC's still open? Oh, <laughs> let's just do all of them. <laughs> But yeah. Big birthday tomorrow. <laughs> look so. at the baby. Look at the baby. Um, I'm gonna be thirty-eight years old. He's for back. those that want to know. Wow. And I have my fall allergies just in time. Mm. And my real estate tax bill and a broken deck umbrella, and no check from my insurance company on the basement. So we're we're batting a <laughs> thousand on this thirty eighth birthday.
1: That sounds like
0: thirty-eight year old stuff. Oh, insurance yeah. deck stuff. Well, I went through a whole thing, and I don't understand taxes, accounting, not real estate, none of it. Good thing I'm here because I understand all of those. Okay, good. <laughs> well, anyway, I brought the bill to the town hall. I spoke to the people that do tax stuff. It sounds so dumb, mm. and they, I, I like talked into the bill. Like I applied for like an exemption. They granted it. They said, "Oh yeah, no problem. Your next bills will be smaller." And we're gonna like prorate it, and like you get the money back. And and Ooh. long story short, the bills are not smaller; the bill is significantly larger by about seven hundred dollars. Oh, so I'm a, and I'm wondering where'd that seven come from? Because I was expecting it to be seven hundred dollars or less. You know what you should do? You should call them tomorrow and be
1: like, "It's my birthday." I'm gonna what?
0: say it's my b, b-, b- birthday. <laughs> You're really gonna charge me all this on my birthday? I might go in there. I'm yeah. <laughs> talking about coming down, and getting topless. <laughs> go right in. Like, yeah. Excuse me. Hi, birthday boy here. I don't know if scene. you guys knew this, but if and like I like, I have famously never not worked on my birthday. Really, last year I took my birthday off. Tomorrow I took the day off. First two in a while, and it uh it feels pretty good Mm. it feels pretty good to not have that hanging over my head yeah i feel like i find myself working on my birthday often too it's kind of a cool guy move i think it's when you're an adult it's like your birthday doesn't really mean anything yeah so for me to want to take my birthday off seems a little silly i mean but i'm doing it yeah you
1: should you deserve it kid I hope you have a dope one. Are you doing anything Thanks, wacky buddy. that you want to tell the fans about?
0: Uh, I will be getting actually a nuru massage, <laughs> as I enjoy so much. Ooh, love that! Uh, from Monty, he's gonna he's gonna hobble up here and wow. uh, give it to me using baby oil and a bubble bath and wow, some scented candles. He's gonna melt wax on me. How nice of the king of the turkey heads to
1: oblige you on your birthday with your favorite thing.
0: Well, you think it's an accident that we're doing episode one thirty eight. A night early no. it's not I, that was the payment yeah for all of this true my birthday is meaningless to him he just wants episodes yeah and
1: uh yeah we just came from the pictures we saw venom 2 which we'll be reviewing later in the program and let's get into some news the uh oh, okay we got some new snl casting did you see this you hear about this
0: <laughs> the uh
1: beck bennett who's like been the guy on that show
0: <laughs> Beck Bennett is leaving the series is he oh, I'm thinking of Bowen Yang yeah
1: he's this guy he played like
0: Mike Pence and like
1: I felt like they went to him a lot the guy all the way to the left oh the okay side. yeah 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 Yeah,
0: he's good what's he leaving for a movie career
1: yeah probably to be like a sidecar wow we got speaking of sidecars we got Coco the cat on the table here bouncing around she wants to be on SNL Coco! Have a go. There she goes. She left. But yeah, and uh, they cast three new people, including this Shane guy. Shane Gillis. and <laughs> uh, <laughs> That would be so great if they just rehired him a year later. Like, you
0: know what? Ah, Get back in here. We forgive you. It cooled
1: off. We realized. All right,
0: Shane. You know, we're going to bring you back. Bo and Yang is okay with it. It's fine. He just wants a big hug and a kiss.
1: Yes. That'd be incredible. Sarah Squirm, who's a fun Twitter follow. Is
0: that her real name?
1: No, I think it's actually Sarah Sherman. Yeah, that's her Twitter handle, Sarah Squirm. Okay. S Q U I R M. And this other guy, James something. It doesn't have his whole name here, but James Gum or a Jamie Gum. Yeah. He has like an incredible Trump impression. Just Which, what we needed. Yeah, I'm sure he does other things, but everyone online was like, "The fact that they hired this guy—does Lauren know something about the next election? He's just preparing to like for four more years of cheeky Trump."
0: I would say that by the way everything has gone so far this year, depending on if I'm—I um, don't know—no politics, but we're, we may get another four of Trump. Is—is is my thoughts. Terrific fit test. Can't wait.
1: But yeah, that guy's funny. He recorded some videos for Bug Main, who's a friend of the show. He's a friend of the show, yeah. Hi, Bug. And I don't know. I feel like it's important to have an opinion about SNL even though nobody watches it or
0: seems to like it. I it still gets talked about. Yeah. I think because people hearken back to the days of when it was actually good. And it was populated by actual funny people. And mm. we all have, especially those of us in our later 30s, very late 30s here. Hmm. Um, you still remember the, you know, I can even remember like the older, older ones with Belushi and Dan Aykroyd and, and from like my parents showing them to me when I was a kid. And then like actually in real time watching the Chris Farley, Phil Hartman, Norm McDonald, may he rest in peace, also chris too we're just not used to norm being dead yet yeah um god damn it Ugh. hate that i know
1: but it's part of like the circle of life like
0: everyone has their period of
1: snl they enjoyed now everyone seems to hate it
0: snl hit the wall probably what 10 years ago
1: it's funny to imagine snl currently being like someone in the future being like man that was the day (laughs) like when colin (laughs) jost was
0: hosting update god damn there is somebody out there who feels that way yeah that's the fucked up part. It's incredible to imagine them, right?
1: <laughs> but yeah, that starts up soon. I guess we're in—we're entering fall TV season. Thank all God, these, all the shows are going to be popping back. Succession, I think, starts in like October seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. And did you see that Stephen Van Zandt of uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band and The Sopranos fame? Revealed that he had a temporary addiction to menage a trois Same. Back in the day. Yeah. I get that. That's
0: understandable. <laughs> and if you have thing... access to it, why not?
1: Yeah. What a funny thing to come out as. Like, you know, I had a, <laughs> a little problem back in the day. Menage Tone. Yeah. What the fuck, Sil? You fucking <laughs> You need to be out there fucking collecting envelopes for me. Those fucking tastes. How fucking dare you with these fucking menage a trois?
0: I uh Sill is good. I know he's always been pretty much your favorite character. Sill was never my favorite. He's not great. I, I like you in the Sill face. Just going. You you love Sill. I, I associate Sill with you. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> yeah, though. this is like a reveal. This is no me. good. <laughs> I'm Sill. I feel like you're the Sill guy. Wow.
1: I mean, I definitely don't dislike Sill. Mm. I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing that. You know, that guy played the young version of Sill in The Many Saints of Newark, which we'll be covering on the show next week, comes out tomorrow.
0: You can watch it on HBO Max and in theaters. Is I think I'm going to go see it in theaters, actually, with my mom on Saturday. Guess what? That sounds like the move. I was thinking the same. It's The Sopranos movie. Oh,
1: no yeah. way. I mean, what the fuck?
0: The more movies I can see in the theater, the better. Hell yes. Um a lot of news did you see that lena dunham uh got married hi to uh a large cheese pizza or oh. <laughs> walking down
1: the aisle with a nice a steaming like home alone yeah it was cheese like pizza. the home alone
0: two, lost in new york cheese pizza wow wearing a tuxedo god damn i'd marry that yep. she's fatter than ever <laughs>
1: <laughs> how's that <Okay>. grab you <laughs> I mean she does look a little larger than she used to oh yeah she's a planet i'm the good cop angst the bad cop this week um but yeah yeah. congratulations to lena and who is that the guy she married looked like a shifty like side villain i don't Um, remember
0: who he is i was he like i know that taylor swift was one of her bridesmaids Because Taylor Swift used to record music with Lena's ex, that guy that was in that band Fun. Yeah, Jack Antonoff. There it is. He's in bleachers now. Didn't he date Scarlett Johansson and then Lena Dunham? Yes. Can you imagine, like, that's your repertoire? You're like, you know what? Like, I'm going to go from one of the top babes (laughs) in history to this car accident and, like, be totally cool with it. Yeah. Uh, That's just the kind of guy I am. It's cool guy stuff. I guess. I don't know. And if he, like, looks back, like, there's probably a part of him that misses Lena Dunham as much as he misses Scarlett Johansson. Ooh. To be honest, I bet you he got bored of the sex with Scarlett Johansson faster. How about that? I almost did a spit take. Big fat pigs always (laughs) love to put it out, you know?
1: (laughs) Hi.
0: This is where I get canceled again. So if you're listening, it's been fun.
1: (laughs) I mean it's your birthday, so you can say whatever you want. This is
0: true. This is gonna be we like an a off the rails, like Girls Gone Wild, Hank filled episode. Cause it's if it's my like you can just look at the date and go, ah, he put it out on his birthday.
1: Yeah. Girls Gone Wild, like Lena Dunham show girls. <laughs> but they're going wild. I'm trying to work this out. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Suss that out a little bit. Uh, yeah. Um I know you're still somewhat living that unsullied trailer lifestyle. You don't yep, like to No watch, trailers. No longer watching trailers, you like to go in fresh. So I assume you didn't see that licorice pizza trailer?
0: I did not. I want to go in ice cold.
1: The new Paul Thomas Anderson? When will we be graced with that movie? Is it this year? Yeah, it's a Christmas release. Oh cool. Christmas day. Oh yeah. Which is the classiest. That's when all the classiest pictures come out christmas day and it's something different from him it looks like uh like a coming of age high school type movie bradley cooper's in it cooper hoffman philip seymour hoffman's son is like the lead and then uh alana Haim from the band Haim oh is also in it okay weird fun cast i know nothing about it yeah bradley cooper looks like he's putting in some work in this one
0: big fan fellow sober buddy uh, i just want to get a look at this movie will he piss himself in this and that mm. white outfit with those bangs mm. i feel like he should let out a big steamy one
1: yeah that should be his thing and everything
0: that's my my that's what's called my quote <laughs> and even cool if thing. i do a bad job i still get to piss myself <laughs> in
1: you know how in trailers they uh it'll say like from director whatever and they'll say or no, from his name and then the director of, and yes. the list some of his movies. And this is just says from writer director Paul Thomas Anderson, and didn't list any of them. And I was like, that's cool. That is cool. That's when you know you're like the guy. Like, oh yeah, like everybody knows his movies. We everybody don't even knows. Yeah,
0: what are you gonna start listing them off? Yeah, like oh, we know. Fucking dope. We heard you.
1: But yeah, that'll be a hot one in Christmas time. Looking forward to that. Something I'm not looking forward to. Uh, the new Wonka movie starring oh. Timothy Chalamet.
0: Timmy's my guy, but I can't I can't do it. He's the titular character of Wonka.
1: They're they're filling out the cast of this movie. I thought I was hoping they'd just forget about this and be like, what were we thinking? But they're yeah, going like, We fucked up. <laughs> they're going ahead and like casting Rowan Atkinson, who famously portrayed Mr. Bean, Sally Hawkins, and Olivia Coleman in this movie. This is such just a, why does this exist? Why is this happening? Hopefully Mr. Bean plays the Oompa Loompas. That might be kind of fun. I
0: just was going to try to do that little like like whistle sound. And Mm -hmm. I realized like I'm too congested to do a proper whistle. And it would just sound like air, which I just did. Because the new Mr. Bean. I love the original. I do. I watched it recently, actually. The Gene... What is
1: that guy's name
0: gene wilder there it is i won a hundred dollars when he died so i can't forget his name Ooh! i watched that one recently and it's great it's fun like yeah, could have been a standalone leave it alone don't make they already tried this with johnny depp in 05 and, yeah. it, and it sucked i saw it in the theaters in rehab <laughs> with a couple of guys who are probably no longer with us may wow. they rest in peace
1: that movie is a fucking yeah tragedy of a turkey
0: yeah. gotta be got this this one and, and the thing about it is that it's probably going to appeal to like gen z types who don't even realize that there was one in 05 with johnny depp mm. especially since johnny depp's being canceled mm. so like that's even they're even less likely to do any research about that yeah they're just going to think this was the sequel or this was the reimagining of the one from the 70s yeah and
1: like most of these reboots where they just keep trying to like milk movies out of this, like you can't just keep making movies about like a, a candy guy who's wacky. Like this is based on like an 18 page rolled doll book, and they're just like, let's just keep filling it out. There's a bunch of story here. I'm sure somehow. <laughs> You're the candy guy in my eyes. Yes. I mean, if they want to cast me as a wonka, I'll change my tune on this whole thing and embrace it as a masterpiece. But until then It's fucked up. (laughs) Did you hear that
0: uh in speaking of Charlie and the chocolate factory, in um fun news from prison, friend of the show R. Kelly, has been found guilty on basically all charges. (laughs) Like everything. There's a good chance that our boy is gonna be in prison for the rest of his natural life.
1: Perhaps even thirty years
0: y'all killing me with this shit
1: so don't you have that as a drop
0: i sure do <laughs> lean, lean well done
1: he's back r wow i mean that's fair i forgot it was <laughs> They couldn't even put me on the new Space Jam soundtrack.
0: I and now need- I'm going to jail for the rest of my
1: fucking life.
0: God fucking damn it. Hey, everybody. It's me, R. Kelly. Nah, no, I'm not even doing it. Thanks
1: fucking giving up on that bit. God fucking damn it.
0: Y'all kill me with this <laughs> shit.
1: I can't fucking live with like this. I just wanted
0: to rape a few dozen women and to get away with it. How are y'all doing this to me? I just wanted to pee all over everybody I ever
1: met. <laughs> what the fuck's the big deal?
0: <laughs> that, that That Photoshop you sent earlier with R. Kelly in tears <laughs> with the free guy poster and it says pee guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nice and cheap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking Photoshopping <laughs> me into P guy. I can't fucking do this shit.
0: Robert. <laughs> that was a good cackle. I believe I can fly in the background was a nice touch. Beautiful. This is a good bed. You could talk right over it. It's not too loud. Truly.
1: But yeah, I mean. R, this is your swan song. We're, we're sending you off to this.
0: Yeah, this is uh like we're putting you in the obits, R. Kelly. Yeah, and you're never coming out. A twenty one gobble salute or whatever we do, we'll figure it out. We usually play the bagpipes, but I think yeah. this song is more important. Yeah. I'll just play a few turkey sounds. <laughs> That's good enough, right?
1: Play the fucking turkey sounds for me. God fucking damn it. All right, we'll see you out there, pal. There he goes, just like that.
0: We're so buried in our phones. <laughs> he's locked in the obits for the rest of time. Can you imagine being R. Kelly's cellmate? Oof. That would be the dream. <laughs> Where you walk in your first day in prison and you're all bummed out, and then it's just R. Kelly laying in the bed. Yeah, he's like, like... singing to himself, like woo. He's like, it's like,
1: I guess we're trapped in the closet, huh, R? He's just like, oh, fuck.
0: If only you believed you could fly through those bars, huh, R? It's like, don't worry, I
1: got plenty more that I'm going to hit you with for the rest of our lives.
0: What does the R stand for? I bet it's a four-letter word that ends in P-E. hee <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of cartoonish celebrities did you notice that they have entasked dog the bounty hunter in the (laughs) gabby patio search yes well looking for her boyfriend they found her dead yeah he's been in the news a lot lately dog or brian laundry both
1: really both but dog i remember a few weeks ago he was quoted saying he
0: has a n-word pass right he said that the quote-unquote brothers in jail gave it to him and i believe hank co-signed that yeah i think he did now
1: that you mentioned (laughs) it that sounds yeah and hank's word it goes far i mean if he finds the guy who killed gabby petito
0: he probably should be able to say the n-word whenever he wants Joey sent us a funny tweet yesterday that was like, if Dog the Bounty Hunter finds Brian Laundry, I'm never paying taxes again. Yeah. <laughs> so true. I am the dog. Whenever I'm in a situation where I need to have someone who is paid by the government assist me in any way, I feel like nothing is more frustrating. Like, they... I feel like people who work for the city of Boston or the state of Massachusetts are some of the most useless individuals on the planet. Kid, how fucking day. And if you're listening, any of you out there, are do you a- like a Tony Scott and just drive off a bridge. Are you a co-op or are you pretending to be a co-op? Cops too. I'm a I'm anti-cop tonight. Ooh. Wow. New Birthday beef. boy.
1: Birthday boy. Firing on
0: all cylinders. It's my birthday. I'll be cancelable if I want. (laughs) Green light.
1: Speaking of cancelable, a new Dave Chappelle special (laughs) is released into Netflix on October 5th. Need that. Yeah. So we'll be covering that next week on the program. I like... One thing Netflix does right is when they're just like a surprise release and they're like, here you go. Here's something to watch in a couple days. I always appreciate that.
0: Netflix does a great job of, even with their turkey-filled originals Mm. keeping me excited about them like when it pops up on the new like oh well it's something new yeah
1: that's the big thing like never mentioning like that a show's even in production until like it's about to be
0: released within two weeks and there's like boom what do you think of this people forget about stuff yeah people don't want to like hear about something and then have to wait three months to have it happen yeah it's smart it must
1: it clearly works Mm. but yeah that uh He's been on quite a clip of releasing specials, that Dave Chappelle.
0: Oh man, oh man, oh man. Do you see that there's a Toronto university that will soon offer a course about Drake and the weekend? Wow. Like, <laughs> what? We should be teaching that course. You're Drake, I'm the weekend.
1: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> the weekend seems like. 400 times cooler than drake and he's i would a, say it's not week, even that cool i
0: would say the weekend is about a thousand times cooler than drake yeah drake has i think more dough though you got that going for you okay okay babes seem to like drake drake yeah. does very well with the ladies you're in you're in a good spot there he's so lame though he really is my is corny Mm. He's corn. While we're in hip hop news, hmm. Nick Cannon's therapist suggested that after his seventh child is born, he should go celibate. Oh, because he just can't stop impregnating women. <laughs> wow, yeah, he really. I forgot about that. Like, not a vasectomy, that's, celibacy. That's not an exaggeration.
1: He had like six yes. kids with six different women, like in as much time as it takes for them to have that. Wild. It's, it's like, what are you doing? He's always up to something wacky. And I've always been amazed at his ability to get hosting gigs and gigs in general, when he's just kind of like a boring
0: whatever kind of dude. I'll agree with you that he's like a boring dude, but there's just something about him that's likable. I like him, I Hmm. always have. I hear him in interviews, I'm like, he seems like a guy. He must work for people. He's never not hosting something.
1: He's probably hosting that new Ken Jeong mask show somehow
0: didn't he create that show
1: probably i feel
0: like you, you're not just saying that that's in your subconscious for a reason yeah. i feel like he's like the guy who created that yeah those two visionary producers <laughs> sitting down together he's the type of guy like paul thomas right. anderson they just list his name yeah <laughs> from visionary producer nick cannon
1: <laughs> we don't even need to get into it
0: you know you all People are like a pfft, drum line
1: yeah my favorite American movie.
0: Idol, kinda? or he America's Got Talent? Whatever.
1: Speaking of visionaries, see that Tarantino said... Uh, what are you doing? He's talking about feet stuff again. He's, he was quoted saying, there's a lot of feet in a lot of good director's movies. That's just good direction.
0: Is it, though?
1: Before me, the person foot fetishism was defined by was Louis Bunuel. And also Hitchcock and Sofia Coppola were accused of it. He's trying to pass the buck feet wise.
0: I would say Tarantino would find a way to be like up against a wall, getting called out for being of like a foot fetish creep and find a way to spin it and sound like super pretentious and bring up a director that nobody has heard of. Yeah. Like you don't know Louis B- Bunuel? You've never heard of her? Her I've- very obscure like 1950s, like six millimeter black and white films that like you should have seen all of that only I could have access to flown in like in steel cut. Yeah, and it's also, it kind of cheapens him, that being his thing. when He's just like, yeah, I'm just taking it from him. Nah. I think that he's been pretty good throughout his career of acknowledging the hat tips. Yeah. I don't know. I love, I love his fucking movies. I love all of them. Yeah. Except be- for The Hateful Eight, I love all of his movies. That one's got
1: some boring bits, but I like it overall. But yeah, we said a million times, he has great movies.
0: He's just like an annoying person
1: <clears throat> who's always just...
0: Yet- we devour his content like we listen to him Mm -hmm. if he's on a podcast we read the book if he writes the book whatever
1: i gotta finish that i'm still like i'm not even close i'm at a standstill i feel like i had
0: a dream that i finished it and it made me feel pretty good so maybe i gotta get back in there are we in the book corner we could be i know you got a book (laughs) on deck i hear you just finished one is that that rumor true i did i think
1: i did a thing on the show about it last week but yeah i finally finished Ant kind by charlie kaufman and i thought it was incredible since I only read one book every like three years, it's probably the best book I've ever read.
0: Casually. Best book he's ever read. <laughs> heard I heard it here first, folks.
1: This is. And since Daniel Craig's final outing as Jimmy Bond comes out in a couple weeks, they're starting the search for the next Bond already. And hmm.
0: uh, Who are they thinking?
1: I mean, I've already seen a all the, like, boring, obvious options.
0: Yourself, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm so tired of people being like, he'd be so perfect. It's like, why? Because
0: he's British? <laughs> like, he's in enough stuff. He doesn't need to be James Bond. I'm going to do, like, lightning round. My picks. Mm. Randy Quaid. <laughs> Green light. I don't even need to hear the others. But keep going. Um,
1: Cole Hauser. Ooh, he'd crush it. Mm-hmm. And he's ready for a role
0: um danny mcbride Ooh,
1: that would actually be great yeah him just work. like yeah like not even doing a british accent just
0: doing his and stephen shtick. collins oh of seventh heaven fame
1: the disgraced uh, pedophile
0: stephen collins we're gonna say that that was all entrapment double jeopardy stuff it's past the statute of limitations stephen collins no. is james bond he was extradited to europe <laughs> With MI6. What do you think?
1: I mean, I think the kid who played the young version of Austin Powers in Goldmember <laughs> should play the new James Bond. Because that kid's got the stuff.
0: He's got the accent down.
1: Yeah. And I think he's ready to kill it. I'm, I I'm interested. I'm I, I'm just tired of James Bond in general. I think I've been tired. If we haven't put him in the obits bits before, I'm gonna slam dunk him
0: into those right. right now. That's one O bit. I actually have another one. Ooh. If we're gonna do obits bits real quick.
1: But yeah, just make a new spy movie with a guy who has a different name. And he's also cool. Why not? And yeah. likes babes and People cars. Just, that's the
0: thing. Nobody wants to build brands anymore. Yeah, like nobody wants to do the work to set up the like watermark, like benchmark, whatever character franchises that are that like like to make jurassic park yeah and then make you know we didn't love them but they made two sequels that did well Mm. to do that is a lot of work yeah and like they did john wick recently sure but like for the most part people are too lazy to build empires and then they'll just go you know what dude i think even more what could we dig up
1: they're just scared to do something that might fail right and they're like yeah we can't take a risk with all this money let's just spend like literally 350 million dollars making one bond movie even though that movie could make like fucking two dozen like really solid action
0: movies on a lesser scale agreed oh bits wise though real quick oh yeah whenever people refer to large splats or messes as quote unquote a jackson pollock I heard that in something else new the other day. Great opening for like the 80th time. They're like, we're gonna make this place look like a Jackson Pollock, (laughs) and I had like a legit like, ugh, (laughs) ugh. Yeah, that's definitely that's a perfect opening. I've never liked that bit. It's never been funny, and people use it for everything from cum shots to like heads getting exploded to car accidents like it's just shoehorned into everything and it's like do people really even know who that guy is yeah. i know almost nothing about him i know that he was like a pop artist in the 70s or the 80s people were probably at home like no it was the 60s yeah. but like and he made like, he made some obscure like inkblot kind of paintings that were ugly like rorschach tests it's probably like the 1860s i feel like he was like one of those seasoned guys I don't know. That's in the obits. I never want to hear anyone reference him again unless they're talking directly about him and his paintings. Fair, I'm in on it.
1: And Lindsay Lohan is uh, seems to be doing well. She was tweeting the other day that she's selling canine cartel NFTs, which is uh, pictures of her as a dog in different scenarios. No way. She's selling those now.
0: She seems like, like herself as a dog. Yeah
1: or maybe not even her it's just like oh wow dog nfts
0: i hate nfts yeah the whole concept of like oh well you know it doesn't exist but it's worth lots of money yeah what it's like and then someday we'll be looking back at this and there'll be it'll be there will be no more money it'll be all nfts and we'll act like that's not a big deal but today in this moment i hate them yeah nbds (laughs) he's in do we have a sports corner this week in fact Ooh. we do i know we do indeed love that let me cue that music up though it's, the sports corner is no fun without the roaring music roaring not too roaring though sports all right corners. men take them out dick out done. all right this week in the sports corner UFC fighter John Jones was arrested for headbutting a cop car. Whoa! After that, also the lineup for the World Series of Football in February has been announced as Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem, oh, uh, featuring Snoop Dogg. Wow! Hopefully, Eminem plays a song from Venom too. That'd be kind of dope. Stay tuned to the Sports Corner for more sports, more action. All here in the Sports Corner on Enough the Podcast. Have a great week. Put your dick away. Sports.
1: Dick away. Do you have a sports story? I don't, although... I wish you did. I watched, the, I think, a full game of football at
0: Joey's the other day. You sick maniac? Did you enjoy it? No. But it was on so right what are you gonna do we'll look at your phone the entire time like we're yeah. we're you know 80 percent of the time on the phone is enough as it is yeah when you're trapped watching a sports game that's the real life sports corner
1: i was just sitting there like fuck i don't have the music to enjoy was I'm it just... the
0: patriots at least or was it just some other football team it was some other team and he was into it yeah well I th- he like
1: bets on the games i think so okay. every guys
0: do that it's like a guy thing yeah yeah we're all, not like they that. all love that Betting seems fun, but I'd be so mad if I lost. Exactly. I can't do it. That, yeah, like, it's like, so I watched this boring game and I lost money? Like, like I sat fuck? through this whole thing that makes no sense, watched 600 commercials, yeah. and now I've lost $200. And I'm this, an- this sucks. And I'm
1: angry at a bunch of fantasy team lunkheads, like Gronk.
0: Kid Gronk. Actually, I I could never be mad at Gronk I fucking take it back. Fuck, kid. Kid. I'm like too tired to do the Gronk stuff. (laughs) And like it's not even 7 p.m. I've had it with life. Hell yeah. And also we've been playing a bit of tennis. Oh. Sports corner wise. How's that going?
1: It was fun. You still got it? I do kind of. I was, or at least serve wise. Mm. I hadn't played in literal years and then. We were just like hitting it around. Then I went to do some like actual serves and they like never play. So I was kind of like wowing
0: the crowd with my like I'm decent at sports reveal. Remember when we shocked the world with how good we were at tennis sophomore year and your freshman year of high school? Yes. I still remember that.
1: That's one of my best bits is like. Being surprisingly
0: decent at sports, everyone's like, "What is this?" That's awesome. What the fuck's going on? I used to be able to participate in that bit too, and then I like spent so many years working out and changed my profession to a career of mostly athletic people. So people start talking to me about sports, and I'm like, "I maybe have I like I'm in athletic clothes, but I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm not good at that." Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not like they expect me to be very good at sports now, Mm. and like so my slight nonchalant. The mediocre talent art. that you and i both fostered over the years mm. is no longer acceptable Buck. people just like oh yeah we'll get you on the team it's like well you don't want me on the team unless it's just like by accident in a movie and like the ball rolls over to me and i go ah and i throw it up and it's a fucking three-pointer <laughs> all dopely
1: but yeah, the, I don't have too much more news. I don't
0: know if you do. I One more thing is that Anderson Cooper is saying he's not going to leave his son any money. Anderson Cooper famously is a Vanderbilt who are like old oil money people. A Vanderbilt, Yeah. That, yes, exactly. Mm. Like succession money. Yeah. And Gloria Vanderbilt was his mother and she only left him one and a half million dollars. When I say only, that was the joke. Because like yeah. that's, you know, that's a lot of money. But he was saying like, that's not, you know, he's like, I'm not leaving my kid anything. Mm.
1: Is he the guy who recently he said that his mother wanted to carry his child in like a oh surrogate type fashion? Maybe. It was either him or
0: he is I think a it was him. homosexual. Yeah, because that's so, how
1: he had his i I'm pretty sure he's been in him. the news with
0: weird shit a lot lately. And but the reason I bring up this thing about not giving your children money mm. is my dad is a listener of this show. Hey tomorrow is my birthday and dad if you're listening or i should say when you're listening <laughs> uh, if you do this to me and you don't leave me any money like anderson cooper i'll let you know i'm gonna get you a coffin made of shit wood wow and you will bust out of the bottom coffin flop style
1: <laughs> oh shit i think you should leave excellent reference and that would really get to him because as fans may or may not know boston cedar wise i don't know if talk about companies
0: but we can My dad was in the lumber business for many years. Yeah, so shoddy wood. So a shitty, uh, a shit wood coffin would not be acceptable. No. Bodies flying all over the place,
1: (laughs) preferably nude. Folks, if you haven't seen the coffin flop sketch from I Think You Should Leave, just watch the entire two-season run.
0: Watch the whole run to find it. It's worth it. Oh, and Nicolas Cage got kicked out of a restaurant in Vegas because they thought he was a homeless man
1: oh yeah and there's like i saw a fun clip where huh the clip is like he's wasted and he does seem like he's kind of drunk but he's not like in leaving las vegas mode he just seems like he's having an argument with someone about something
0: on the beach huh let's take a break that seems fair yeah cool folks we'll be
1: right back What the fuck? We're not talking many saints in Newark. That'll be next week. Comes that was a tomorrow. that was a tease. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. As we alluded to earlier in the program, we went to the pictures to see uh, the latest entry in the Venom saga. What? This is a saga like the Fast and Furious saga. Would you agree? I feel
0: like there might be a third. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that seems primed. Like Venom three. Yeah. What did? Tell remind the fans about your love for Venom One, if you would. I am a huge Venom head, mm. and it I is. went into this with medium expectations. I was, to be honest, I was expecting to be majorly let down. Yeah,
1: because I mean, superhero sequels, especially when they have, like a different guy making it. This was directed by Andy Circus, who you might remember as like the actor who played Gollum and King Kong, and that
0: ape in those apes movies. He's like the motion capture guy. Him actually directing is odd. Yeah. And I remember when you mentioned that, I was like, oh, I don't know about that, man. Andy Circus. Yeah, because this is like only his second movie he's ever directed. His mm. first
1: was like a weird, low-budget Jungle Book remake that nobody saw. And this, I don't know. You didn't love it. I didn't. I like it. Which you, bums me out.
0: I walked out of there thinking we loved it together.
1: Yeah. Like, I enjoyed the first Venom because it's one of those, like, it just had, like, the right tone. It was, like, goofy in the right ways. And this one, they try to recapture that, like, odd couple between Venom and Tom Hardy banter where they're, like, at odds the whole time. <laughs> and it is a good bit, like, them making breakfast, arguing. This that is stressed me out, bad. that mess. Yeah, Venom was really really making a mess of things in that kitchen.
0: Huge mess. And just things in general. This is uh I feel like everybody but Woody Harrelson, um, I guess what's his face? Stephen Graham and uh Tom Hardy got like almost no screen time. Like Stephen Graham, who I don't think he was in the first one. Mm mm like they gave him a ton of screen time and like michelle williams and reed scott who played michelle williams boyfriend yeah they barely were even in the movie at all Mm. like that one scene like this is a spoiler so skip ahead if you want 30 seconds uh where reed is like shooting carnage with like a blowtorch and like a fire extinguisher yeah i thought that was kind of funny and like him him popping on the screen made me laugh yeah i really liked this it had a couple of like obits like they did a black keys needle drop and i'm not a huge fan it's like they tried to get that like venom one lightning in a bottle and yeah. it just wasn't going to happen again yeah it just wasn't really working for me
1: in the same way it was in the first one and the the storyline's pretty dumb even for like a superhero no. movie sequel in the venom franchise <laughs> it was just you got woody harrelson as carnage who's like venom but he's red and he's shooting off like tendrils of killer spaghetti i don't know the character it was a little silly not the venom isn't but it was uh it was a lot and he didn't i usually love woody harrelson mm. he wasn't really wowing me in this role they didn't give him a ton to work with yeah and there was a moment where When he's transforming into carnage, he goes like, something wicked this way
0: comes. Oh, God. I'm glad I missed that. I didn't catch that. That might have been when I was peeing. It gave me actual douche chills, truly and actually. I got to laugh. What's the rest of the tagline? Let there be carnage? Yeah, that's the full title. That's the full title. When he's like, let there be carnage. I was just like, oh, come on, man. Like You said the name of the movie. Okay. They said it. (laughs) (laughs) I did like this a lot, though. I thought it was great. I had a lot of fun. (laughs) He loved it. I did. I thought I just like I like the action, them fighting each other, and like Venom is such a fucking cool character. And I'm like secretly a Tom Hardy guy. I usually like him a lot. I, and this is something of a passion project. He
1: got a a, like co-written by credit on this movie. Like he's really invested in this, and I don't know. He wasn't really wowing me. I think
0: you set the bar too high for yourself.
1: I don't think I did. No? (laughs) That Venom bar? I think you were ready to be rocked. And also, like, they don't fight a lot.
0: I thought there'd be, like, several fights. One fight, yeah. I needed more. Yeah, like... Definitely needed more. The fight was kind of fun, but... It was a good fight. Could have been better, could have been longer.
1: The movie had a lot of filler, and, like, they were just delaying the fight. And especially for a movie that's only or i think less than an hour and a half it was like in a cool like 87
0: minutes yeah it was padded with a lot of kind of snoozy scenes well and we saw it at the watertown theater and they mm. didn't they didn't play any trailers so we were in and out of there quickly which yeah. i kind of liked I mean, especially I, with my no trailers thing yeah that's true maybe they were just obliging you and that uh post credit sequence should we talk about that or like is that like too much of a spoiler
1: um or that might be a spoiler that's actually like a legit spoiler yeah, yeah.
0: The the MCU heads will be um, on the er, um, er So yeah, that's that's Venom two. Let there be carnage. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I saw Venom the the first Venom in theaters twice, and then I pre ordered it immediately to watch it again when it came out on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I won't be doing that with this one. I'll probably just wait until it's cheap and buy it, and that's like a year and a half from now, and I'll watch it again.
1: Yeah and also them when they're transforming looks
0: kind of silly no good i thought like it looked better in the last one andy circus is like all right now we need everybody in a mocap suit for as long as possible this is the thing
1: this is what i do and fans might be wondering is there another eminem song over the end credits of this movie like there was in venom (laughs) one the answer is yes although it's not nearly as funny as the song venom from the first one where it's him just literally going like Venom, my blapkins, his napkins. Um, but yeah, that's Venom. Or Venom 2, Colin, let there be carnage. Now in theaters exclusively. Can't find this on Peacock or any of the streamers. You gotta head out to the pictures for this. <laughs> and Can't find much on Peacock, really. Yeah, except for Halloween Kills in a couple weeks. They'll finally be good for something, and they'll have a juicy movie we can watch.
0: Oh, they're not even doing that in theaters? It's in theaters it's both. or peak Same day. Yeah. Get I, the which, fuck
1: out. Like Sopranos, I would go to the theater for Halloween. Yeah, I probably would, too. But I mean, when it's right there, even still, yeah, who, who knows what will happen. We're
0: still trying to get the big fella, S. Patty oh. P., a.k.a. Sean Parsons, to come by and watch with us. So we're working on that. Yeah. Huge yeah. turkey head. Never even been on the show yet, really, beyond a quick call. Yeah, hey, shoot us an email.
1: Let's give some fanfare. Let them know how much uh, the fans want to hear his Halloween thoughts. Mm. Enough the podcast at gmail.com. Also this week, I took in a little picture called The Starling, a new Netflix original starring Melissa McCarthy and that Irish guy from Bridesmaids. What is his? Oh, Chris O'Dowd, who like sneaks into stuff here and there. He used to be okay. Melissa McCarthy. I don't know where she finds the time to eke out all these movies. She made like two HBO Max original movies that nobody saw.
0: And every episode of uh, Nine Perfect Strangers, too. Yeah, that Hulu thing. She's just working. Yeah, she really crams it all in. Just churning out the mediocrity. Yeah.
1: And I watched this with friends of the show, Dan and Monica, who hated this movie just as much as I did
0: monica <laughs> that's a fast and furious reference for oh, those yeah. that don't know and
1: and this movie is one of the sappiest oh. most treacly <laughs> obvious <laughs> seems like it was based on a book just because it's so like obvious and shoehorned and well oh. it's like Melissa McCarthy and uh what's his face have a kid, they lose the kid, then flash forward in time. Chris O'Dowd uh Chris O'Dowd is in a mental hospital and Melissa McCarthy's like visiting him there and just Boo having like sad interactions while she's nursing this like pigeon back to health at her house and getting like sappy lessons from these from Kevin Klein
0: who plays her uh
1: Therapist,
0: This is sounding like the worst movie ever made.
1: Yeah, like, it's one of those movies that just lays it on so thick with, like, the... They try so hard to make you cry. I was, like, insulted. It's like, something like this would never get me. (laughs) Fury 7, on the other hand, fucking every time. And I won't spoil it, but the ending of this movie is so unbelievably cheesy, I could barely believe my eyes. And I think... This is one, if you're in the mood for like a movie you can laugh at and just skewer every part of for the duration, I can recommend it. Where can the fans find it again? This is on Netflix. It's called The Starling. And yeah, this movie, it's so bad. I can't believe her husband, Ben
0: Falcone, didn't direct it. He didn't get his greasy little mitts all over it like he does with all of her other projects, just beating him into the ground.
1: I don't think he even snuck in a cameo, which I don't know. Maybe things are turning around. But yeah, don't watch The Starling on Netflix
0: unless you're in the mood for a hot turkey. Did you watch any other features this week? Nothing of note. I watched a movie called uh, Carriers with Chris Pine oh. and Piper Parabo and Lou Taylor Pucci. Friend of the show. And also um, Christopher Maloney, oh. where it's like a pandemic. yeah. Very odd that this movie was like basically describing COVID and COVID symptoms, only worse. And it's the movie came out eleven years ago. Yeah,
1: which is super weird. I remember this is a blockbuster movie. This was like a straight to video Mm kind of deal. Was it good?
0: No, it was really bad. Okay, (laughs) that makes sense. I think I gave it one star. Uh, I always that's my new thing. If I watch a movie with Lucy, I'm gonna start asking her what I should give it. And I was like, should I give it? What should I give it out of five? And she was like, I don't know. I think one. And I was like, yeah, that's probably why I'm going to marry you. That nice low rating I'm in. Yeah,
1: that's a good letterbox bit. Like, you do your r- review, and then it's just like, and my girlfriend thought,
0: and just give like a... Another side star? Yeah. Unless I just agree with her. And This movie is one worthy. It's not, I don't even know why I brought it up. Yeah, it is kind of a nothing.
1: And I only watched the first uh, 20 minutes or so so I'm not going to go too deep on this, but there's a new movie on Paramount Plus called Queen Pins, Pur- which features a, uh, who is that skinny blonde babe? Why do I keep forgetting her name? The one who's married to Dax Shepard? Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. Yes. It's her as like a mom who's obsessed with coupons. I think it might be based on a true story because she like, figures out this coupon scheme and it gets all wacky and out of control
0: so it's punch drunk love i mean like that kind of thing
1: coupon wise but it's kind of like a wacky you know i'm only 20 minutes in but like i'm gonna watch that vince is in it yeah vince and paul walter hauser play like cops who are after her at some point so we're gonna be talking about that next week on the program um you took in a little bit of tv
0: this week i did I have a new show. Ooh. It's on Paramount Plus with friend of the show Peter Sarsgaard <laughs> and it's called Interrogation. And it is wow. about a murder that happens and a kid gets accused of murdering his mother. And that's all I'm going to say, because oh. the rest is like different perspectives and different the time period jumps around. They encourage you to watch the episodes however you want to watch them. You don't have oh. to watch them in order, which I think is cool. And they remind you, I've been watching them in order just because, but you really don't need to. That's interesting. But it's all about the same thing. It's all about the same thing and they all go together, but you get like it's cool like if i started yeah. it like in a linear way but it's not linear like i it's just like these are the one two three but it's not actually even in that order there's like stuff happening yeah. like you could start it backwards and like figure, i don't know i imagine there's some resolution at some point i think they say you have to watch this one first and you have to watch this one last and the rest you can fuck with whatever however you want that's cool uh, i'm intrigued i, 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 I wonder, do like, think i would... do think you would like this i'm selling it hard i know but I, i'm fascinated by this fucking show i'm gonna get in there yeah
1: we're we're paramount plus heavy this week we are so if you haven't done your free trial of that yet get in there because i got some stuff coming out and That's interrogation
0: on paramount plus
1: yes i'm gonna get in there we'll talk about it more also midnight mass
0: i watched like the first two it's good
1: New Netflix original series from Mike Flanagan, who did The Haunting of Hill House, and a bunch of other stuff. I'm only one episode in, but I like it as well. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's like a- Positive
0: week this week, for the most part. Yeah. A little bit of turkey streaming there, but, you know. It has a friend of the show, Hamish Linklater, from that Mm. Amazon original, Tell Me Your Secrets. I had a laugh just seeing his face, because we watched every episode of that.
1: Yeah, he's good i feel like he's he's about to pop because he's like the star of this he's
0: almost like a like he could be on succession yeah that's the type of guy that he is i feel like they could use that's good casting yeah him as like a banker yeah he He, just shows up and like he's at odds with uh cousin greg or yeah what's his face that'd be great who's the guy that's always fighting with cousin greg a tall guy i don't know his name that's married to civ yeah Peter or something. I Whatever. The guy remember. that's married to Siv and he would be enemies and that's funny. That show's been gone too long. I'm forgetting things about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I need a refresher. Also Annabeth Gish from Brotherhood sporting a very boys regulary kind of haircut. Annabeth Gush Vogeln. Well, After I'm done, <laughs> she used to be on the X-file. She replaced
1: Scully, so Yikes. I-, I wrote her off for that forever.
0: What a scab. Yeah how dare you they did an bit in this in this show though they had a bunch of dead animals yeah i hate that so hacky we were talking cheap. about that in the car it's just like do some exposition like don't just try to evoke feelings by showing us a dead animal it's lazy yeah,
1: it's to the point where every time they introduce an animal on a show
0: it's like oh yes. i wonder when they're gonna you know Right, whether like you said, the, the when they do the like the wince, they have somebody stomp on it, and there's the sound or whatever, and they either, usually they'll cut away. But even still, it's like, can you just stop? Yeah, kill a person, kill, don't kill anybody, <laughs> do something, just don't kill a dog,
1: kill all the people, leave the animals alone. But yeah, I'm trying to think of any other TV I might have snuck in. I don't know. I don't think so. It's all I watched. Yeah. As we said, many saints and Newark. I'm sure everyone will be watching that. I mean, Soprano's prequel movie.
0: It's going to be a hot I don't one. even my mom wants to go see that in yeah, theaters. Exactly. On Saturday. What the fuck? I don't know. I think it looks outstanding.
1: Oh yeah, and we got to watch Squid Game. Everyone's talking about this Squid Game. I know, I keep
0: hearing about it.
1: <laughs> the people they're talking.
0: What do you think? I mean, isn't it like
1: I don't even know what is it, it is. It's in really? Korean. I think it's in some sort of language. I have so much trouble with subtitles. Lines. It's tough. It's got to be real good. I know. To be worth those titles. We're so
0: buried in our phones. <laughs> Can we watch a little bit of Wedding Crashers? Sure. That would really wet my whistle Okay. right it's your, now. It's your birthday. I'll allow it. <gasps> Let me get the timer out. You have any plugs while I'm
1: doing this? I mean, I mentioned it up top, but listen to that episode of Rounding Down. I mm. thought it was very fun. I re-listened to it to make sure I didn't say anything too stupid or fucked up,
0: and it was fun. Do they have like a big listener base?
1: I think they get listeners. Big hit. I'm not sure of... I mean, their Twitter has way more followers than our Twitter. Our Over Twitter, like how many times. do we have?
0: I think like 40 all right all right i kind of slack on the twitter i need to be better yeah at i'm ter- that. i'm terrible with the instagram i gotta be honest it's a whole i'll be thing. like oh let me just tag it yeah all right here's 90 seconds of wedding crashers
1: oh wow wow come on, come on.
0: oh baby you were awesome oh, listen. awesome <laughs> bradley cooper just pointing <laughs> in her face
1: yeah, friend of the show Bradley Cooper plays the villainous sack in Wedding Crashers. Okay, it's great to meet you. I just wanted to get a look at Rachel McAdams'
0: dope butt. He actually pisses himself in this, too. <laughs> I don't know why he got a... Hanging himself full of, with a, you know, trousers covered in piss. Making a big mess of yourself. Vince taking him down from the noose because he's tall enough to reach. Let's go. I'm going to start the car. I'm serious. Let's go. And then the movie ends. Thirty-six minutes in, they just leave the wedding early. <laughs> it's a short, a long short. There you are. Hey, Gloria! Wow, what a coincidence! I was just singing your praises. This is John Hyatt. Oh, hi. Him with that like immediate, on a dime transition to a big smile, and God, he's the best. So nice, funny. What wonderful what well, does it sound, good for the people that are going so, sounds fire, sort of wonderful that you, you think of me don't include me something like that well, thank you it kills me however <laughs> I'm sorry it kills me' however. So be able to make it. why it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna be so much fun I'm sure it will be fun but for the <laughs> people that are going I, I, I unfortunately can't go I, I, I don't have um, I only have this monkey suit I don't have any clothes no we have everything you need problem solved the problem problem's is not solved. solved. All right, wow. that's 90. What a Folks. fucking awesome movie. It's starting to get to the, some of the good stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. We need... I
1: feel like we've been in a
0: weird pocket of the movie. Right? Yeah, They're like setting things up and uh, we'll power through. So I have a few plugs. Number one, my birthday. Hell Send yeah. me Venmo's. Yes. Um. Ven- and Venom Venmos.
1: <laughs> if
0: it's on brand, it's even better. It is. And share this podcast on your social media for a chance to win the MTV trucker hat. Wow. The giveaway is back. The giveaway of a lifetime. I know the,
1: the. I will mail it to you personally. The hat's gotten even more vintage since the last time we did this, and now it's ready to. Yeah, it's ready to go.
0: That's, that's it <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something no that was it I, the trucker hat I thought would get a laugh and you know now go ahead folks
1: I think that's enough why don't you go ahead and have a good one and I gotta go we'll see you next week don't forget to wish Rye a happy birthday on uh, our socials or email enoughthepodcast at gmail.com fuck